All right, it's the Keefe to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees lose again. They lose to the Blue Jays 6-3 to on Wednesday night at the stadium. They've now lost five games in a row, lost the first three games of the series to the Blue Jays, and now there's just one game left in this four-game series on Thursday night for the Yankees to try to salvage one game of this four-game home series against a team that's chasing them. And the Yankees have now lost 9 of their last 11 games. They have momentarily fallen out of the first wildcard spot. And they are barely hanging on to any wildcard spot. They are barely hanging on to a postseason spot. With 23 games left, a little over 3 weeks left in this season. A season that has been mostly miserable. Outside of the July and August run outside of the 13-game winning streak, which, when you really look at it, involved a lot of luck, as any 13-game winning streak does. But considering how many one-and-two-run games the Yankees won during that winning streak, how rare it was for them to actually have a laugher in that winning streak, it's who they are. In that winning streak, eight of the games, eight of the 13, they won by one or two runs, only two by four or more runs. And it was a mirage. It was a mirage to think that this team had really changed. And I look back to where I was 10 days ago as a fan when they were riding that 13-game winning streak. They'd just beaten the A's for a second straight time in Oakland. Another strong start by Garrett Cole. They were four games back of the Rays in the division. They had 34 games left to make up to four games, including a three-game series to end the season against the Rays. It was there for the taking. It was there for them to do what they were expected to do this season, which was win the division get to the ALDS, line up their starters, get to the ALCS, get back to the World Series for the first time in 12 years. That's why they were expected to be a World Series team. That's why they were expected to represent the American League in the World Series. That's why they were the odds-on favorite, to win the American League. But ever since opening day, it's just been shitty game after shitty game after shitty game with a couple runs built in. And they've erased everything they did since the second game of the doubleheader on July 4th, right through those first two games of the Oakland series. Erased it. And in the last two weeks alone, they've gone from having a 97.8% chance of making the playoffs to now a 68.6% chance. And at the same time, while they've dropped by nearly 30%, the Blue Jays have gone from 4.6% to 42.5%. And with another Blue Jays win and Yankees loss on Thursday, those numbers will get even worse for the Yankees and even better for the Blue Jays. And there's no reason to think the Yankees are going to salvage the fourth game of the series. Have you seen this fucking team play? They're so lost. They're shuffling the lineup around. Aaron Boone's fucking lost. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's got Brett Gardner leading off. And yes, Gardner hit a three-run home run. The Yankees' first extra base hits since Sunday on Wednesday night, but he hasn't belonged in a leadoff. He hasn't belonged in that spot in four years. He's had to bench Joey Gallo because he all he does is strike out. He's had to bench Gleyber Torres because his career is basically hanging by a thread now. He's a liability defensively, offensively. He sucks. Aaron Judge is cold. One for his last 21. Stanton's cold. Three for his last 19. LeMahieu can only hit the ball onto the ground, only hit into double plays. Gio Urshela 
looks lost. Looks like the guy the Indians and Blue Jays gave away. Luke's voice first half was ruined by injuries, came back, won AL player of the week. Now his second half has been ruined by his own manager. Gary Sanchez, he had a big Sunday. That's probably all he'll give you in September. Rugen Odor, two for his last 37, one home run in basically a month. Anthony Rizzo, one home run since August 4th. The lineup we thought was balanced when they got Gallo and Rizzo. Hasn't been. And even on the off chance they do score, their fucking pitching gives it away. And now with Cole out, you've got to rely on Montgomery and Cortez because you can't rely on Tyone. Corey Kluber, I mean, what do you expect? The guy just had three months off. He has no idea where the ball's going when he throws it. In the bullpen, you're down Zach Britton, who wasn't any good before he got hurt. You're down Darren O'Day, who's been out forever. Jonathan Loisig is out. So now you've got Clay Holmes as your best reliever. You can't trust Chapman in any situation. Another home run he allowed on Wednesday night to Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Chad Green just fucking crumbles in any big spot. The ball keeps getting handed to Andrew Heaney. Brooks Kriske had an appearance this week. It's a fucking mess. And my biggest fear of being in the one-game playoff for the third time in the last four years in which there was a one-game playoff was that the Yankees would have to use Garrett Cole. And if they win that game, they'd have to play Tampa without Cole till game three. Well, that fear has been erased because they're going to have to go right up to the fucking ninth inning of game 162 to get in the postseason. There's no resting Cole to line up his start now. Now they're going to need him to make as many starts as possible between now and game 162 on October 3rd. And then hopefully he's either rested or had lined up by chance to pitch the one game playoff. Otherwise, you're playing for your season in one game against either the Red Sox or the Blue Jays or maybe the A's or the Mariners. (laughs) Fucking who are you going to start? You want to start Jordan Montgomery in that game? I don't. You want to start Nestor Cortez? For the season? I don't. I want no part of Jamison Tyone in a playoff game, period. Let alone an elimination game. And Corey Kluber, yeah, in theory, that'd be great. But he's nowhere near ready for that. So now the Yankees have lost 9 of their last 11 games. They've lost 2 of those games to the A's, who are chasing them. They lost 2 of those games to the Angels, who were so bad they ended the Orioles' 19-game losing streak. Then they lost two of those games to the Orioles, who are 48 games under 500 right now. And now they've lost three straight to the Blue Jays, who are the direct team chasing them, the closest to them to stealing their playoff spot. This Yankee season has 23 games left, and I have no idea where it's going. It wouldn't surprise me if they just continue to crumble and miss out on the postseason. It wouldn't surprise me if they won 19 of their last 23, hosted the first wild card game. Wouldn't surprise me. I have no idea what to expect from this team that had so many expectations. You do not know what you're going to get night to night, series to series from this team. It's a team that's beaten up on the Astros was a pair of Jose Altuve three-run home runs away from sweeping the Astros series for the season. They went 5-1 and against the White Sox, nearly swept the season series from them 
if not for fucking the Tim Anderson home run. They've played well against Boston since their 0-7 start. They've played well against Tampa since the end of April. But then this is the same team that can't beat the Orioles, can't beat the Angels. Now they can't beat the Blue Jays. They can't score a run. They can't get a big out. Their best starters hurt. Their offense is a disaster. And there's not a single person outside of Clay Holmes you can trust in the bullpen. And then there's the manager who... There's, I don't even know what else to say about him. All I know is that there needs to only be 23 regular season games left in his tenure as Yankees manager. This is it. Unless this team ends up in October going on some fucking miraculous run to the World Series, this needs to be the end of Aaron Boone. It has to be. I don't know how front office and ownership can essentially tell the fans that what's going on this season is acceptable and that the person who's leading it, whose contract is expiring, should get a new contract. That can't happen. So 23 games left. Long ways to go. Three weeks is a long time. Things could change between now and, and Sunday. But what you've seen from the Yankees lately, scoring 36 runs in their last 11 games, is embarrassing. They've scored four runs in this series against the Blue Jays so far in three games. And joining me today to talk about the Blue Jays is Cam Lewis of Blue Jays Nation, the Blue Jays Nation podcast, who's joined me throughout the season to talk about the Blue Jays. And I've been telling him all season how jealous I am of the Blue Jays, their fans, to have that team. And finally, they're playing the way I expected them to play. So let's get to it. All right, and joining me today to talk about the Blue Jays is Cam Lewis of Blue Jays Nation and Blue Jays Nation podcast. Cam, I, I say how it's, how's it going, but <laughs> it can't be going any better for you right now. Oh, you, 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 unfortunately for you, know exactly how it's going for me, and it's going very well right now. This is, <laughs> this is really the first, like, really good streak of the season the team's had. I mean, they came, they came back to Toronto end of July, early August, and had a nice little streak where they were beating, you know, Kansas City and Cleveland, <laughs> and they had nice walk-off against the Red Sox. Yeah. That was cool, but now we've actually got, like, a season-high seven-game winning streak going into the Bronx three wins so far against the Yanks. Nobody expected this. Nobody. Well, I wouldn't say nobody because if <laughs> for Yankees fans, I think they could expect this because if you've watched this team all season long, yes, they've had the run since the second game of the Subway Series doubleheader on July 4th. They had the post all-star break run, the post trade deadline run, the 13 game winning streak. But when you really look back and dissect that 13 game winning streak, that sort of had everyone talking, Hey, is this, is this the Yankees team that's going to get back to the world series? That 13 game winning streak was full of one and two run games, grinding them out, needing relievers to come in, bail out Chapman, needing wild pitches and errors to score runs. It was a mirage. And what we've seen now of late has been more of what we've seen from the Yankees since that first loss to the Blue Jays on opening day, a team that you don't know what you're going to get night in and night out. And it's a team now where I just 
expect them to do what they've done against the Blue Jays these three games is just lose every night. They can't score. The manager has no idea what he's doing. He's shuffling the lineup. They've got Brett Gardner batting leadoff. Guy shouldn't have batted leadoff the last four years. They've moved LeMahieu to fifth. They're benching Joey Gallo because all he does is strike out. Uh, Judge is cold. Stanton's cold. Rizzo hasn't homered in a month. It's it's not or once in a month rather. It's it's a mess. It's a mess. And I and I told you all season long since we talked on that opening series of the season that I thought I was jealous of the Blue Jays. I was jealous of their fans. And we're finally seeing that team that I thought could be great from the Blue Jays. And right now, they're a team where I think the Blue Jays are getting in the postseason. I think either the Yankees miss or the Red Sox miss. The Yankees are banged up. They're not playing well. The Red Sox have their issues with protocol. They're not playing that great. The Blue Jays are firing on all cylinders. They look healthy. They get George Springer back. It's only going to get fucking crazier. They've got the best rotation of the three. To me, the Blue Jays are in, and and one of the Yankees or Red Sox is out, and it's crazy to think that because two weeks ago, the Yankees had a 98% chance of making the postseason. It's down to 67% chance or 68. The Blue Jays had a 4.6% chance, and it's up to 42.5, and if they win on Thursday night, it's only going to get better. Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, so it was, speaking of these streaks, it was back on... Friday, August the 27th, so like yeah. two weeks ago. That was the last that, time the Yankees played well. <laughs> that was the last time the Jays played poorly. Yeah, that's it, when it, that, it, that was the last win of the win, of the 13-game winning streak from the Yankees. Yeah, I remember yeah, at that time it was, you know, the Yanks were flying, and it was like uh, um, I talked on my podcast, and we pretty much all just said, all right, like we've conceded the Yankees have wrapped up uh, wild card spot number one. Now the focus is we have to jump Oakland, we have to jump Seattle, and we have to catch Boston. That was like the focus. And this this all came when it was the Jays were starting a three-game series against the Tigers. Tigers are pretty bad. And in that first game, they lost two to one with the with the win for the Tigers being an inside the park home run that put the Jays at 66 and 61. And we all thought, fuck, like this is probably <laughs> over. Like maybe they can have a fun September, just call some guys up. Nate Pearson comes back they have a good little a little run and we look forward to next year and then all of a sudden it's Oakland rolls into town crazy eight run comeback sweep the series three games roll into New York and now all of a sudden they're on their best winning streak of the season I mean this is kind of what we've been hoping for all year like the Jays run differential is among the best in Major League Baseball but the bullpen kept shitting games away and the, the hitters were never clutch in late game situations and now randomly in September it's all just kind of flipped and it seems you know, I never want to get too far ahead of myself, but this is the first time I've very optimistically felt they can make the playoffs since probably back in April. Yeah, it, it certainly. And two days ago, I was checking out, uh, you know, AL odds, World Series odds, and I said to my wife, I said, the Blue Jays right now are 45-1 to 1 to win the AL and 65-1 to 1 to win the World Series. I was like, this is fucking crazy. That 45-1 to 1 in 48 hours is now down to 31-1. to 1. Like, this is a team where I am going to financially back them because this is, they're scary good. I mean, their lineup is unbelievable. They're doing this really without Springer. They have f- four awesome starters. And then you have Steven Matz, who's, you know, he's not terrible. I mean, he'd be the Yankees' second or third best starter. And it's really just the bullpen. If the bullpen can come together, you know, that would be the difference maker. And <laughs> this fucking Blue Jays team is good. And what and what's even makes me more jealous of them is the fact that they went out, they traded for Brad Hand, they realized it's not working out, and they fucking cut him loose. The Yankees go out 
Every year they trade for fucking shitty guys. They think they can fix their career. They don't, and they just keep hanging on to him. Like Andrew Heaney, they keep letting this guy ruin games. Every other day he's ruining a game for the Yankees, and they won't cut him loose. They, the, the Blue Jays had Brad Hand, an elite reliever in the league for several years now, and just fucking got rid of him because it wasn't working. Everything the Blue Jays is doing right now is working out. Yeah, honestly, like, they, yeah, so they, they, they had a pretty big trade deadline. It was, let's try and solidify the bullpen with Brad Hand, who was the veteran closer they needed, didn't work out, let him go. He was didn't have a single good outing for the Jays. Joaquin Soria, another one. I wouldn't be shocked, given the way he's pitched, if they remove him from the 40-man, too. Those two didn't work out, but they got Jose Barrios. Paid a huge price, Austin Martin, Simeon Woods-Richardson, to do that, but that solidified the rotation. All five of their starting pitchers now... It's Robbie Ray's the ace, Alec Manoa, the rookie, um, Barrios, Hyunjin Ryu is now the number four, Mats is the number five. All of them have an ERA under four. And the key is the bullpen. And the the wild card for us at this point is Nate Pearson's finally back. He's only pitched a couple times in the bullpen. And then Julian Merriweather, who you'll remember was so good at the beginning of the year, he hasn't pitched in the majors since April, and he just got activated yesterday. So if the Jays are seriously going to go on a run and get in, the, the wild card, the game changer, I guess, could be those two guys. If Pearson and Merriweather can be back-end relievers, then all the problems are solved. Yeah, and then and then offensively, I mean, Marcus Simeon is suddenly Manny Ramirez against the Yankees. The guy hits a fucking home run every game against them. 38 home runs now. A guy who the A's didn't even tender a contract to. I mean, and he's going to be a free agent again. And, I mean, he's going to be 31 next year. The Blue Jays have to retain this guy, right? I would hope so. There's a, yeah, there, there was talk, Ken Rosenthal put out uh, a thing in the athletics saying they've already offered Semyon a contract, but unsurprisingly, given the season he's had, he's obviously going to test the market because let's be real here. There's still what, like 25 games left in September. This guy could set the all time record for dingers by a second baseman. He could lead baseball and wins above replacement among position players. Like you never know. Like he could, he could, given the way he's going right now, finish higher in the MVP vote than Vladdy Jr., which is hilarious to think about. And this other one is Robbie Ray too. Like, with uh, Garrett Cole getting injured the other day, um, we don't know how serious that's going to be, but it, that could pretty much, if 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 Cole misses any time, misses any starts, and Ray finishes well, he probably has the Cy Young wrapped up. So yeah. they have to retain both those guys. So Rogers has to open up their wallets and shell out. I'm guessing Semyon's going to sign the same contract George Springer did, and I'm guessing Ray's going to get what Zach Wheeler did with the Phillies a couple of years ago. So that's that's going to be two huge investments. But <laughs> and the crazy got to keep him around. The crazy thing about Simeon is he, he had the, the career high home runs in 2019 to 33, and before that, you know, he had been like a 15 guy. He had a 27 season, but that season, I mean, you could throw all the home run numbers out the window because if you weren't hitting 30 home runs that year, it's like where you're not even playing with the state of the actual baseball. But to do this now with the balls deadened. He's hitting 38 home runs. I mean, he could finish with 45 home runs. That's not out of the question. That's that's fucking nuts. It's nuts. It's so it, it was so funny to me thinking back to Oakland just not qualifying this guy and then him hitting that walk off against the A's last weekend. Yeah. And the look <laughs> on his face, he was like, "Fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> it was so, good. so thank you Oakland. Thank you Oakland for that. Fantastic stuff. Well, for as exciting as it is, there still is 23 games left. Certainly, things can change by this weekend. They could change tonight. It wouldn't surprise me if the Yankees missed the postseason entirely. It wouldn't surprise me if they win 19 of the last 23 and, and then win the wild card game. I have no idea what to expect from this team. For Blue Jays fans, it's like you had big expectations. You didn't meet them. 
Now you're hot. Now it now it's like you can taste it. The postseason is there. I feel like for you guys, if you fall flat and don't make it now, it's gonna be just depressing. Yeah, it would be it'd be pretty sad. Like so, like I mentioned earlier, they came back in early July and it was you know super exciting first game in Toronto and you know forever the whole pandemic. And then they went really hot. Then they went on the road to the West Coast and they were so bad. They were losing to the Angels, losing to Seattle. They went in, lost two to the Nationals. It was gross. And we're all like, oh, fuck, this is over. And now they're doing it again. They're getting hot again. And the, the thing this time around is that they've got, like, of the remaining, what, 24 games, they have seven against Baltimore and yeah. seven against Minnesota. So 14 games right there where it's like, realistically, you should probably go like 11 and 3, 12 and 2. And then there's these head-to-heads against the Yankees they still have, and they've taken care of business in the first three, and now there's four left. And it's like, geez, at this point, even if you just split those remaining four games against the Yankees and do well against those dog shit teams, then like it's it's, it's right, right there. For no, them. I, I right there. T- after the first game of the series, I wrote and talked about what you just said. At that point, the Blue Jays had 26 games left. They had they had six left against the Yankees, and they had seven left against the Orioles. So half of their games were against the worst team in the league and the exact team they need to play and the team that they're chasing. And now you just mentioned all the games left against the Twins. Couple those with the Yankees and the Orioles games. I mean, you can't ask for a more perfect no. end-of-the-season schedule. If they fail to pull this off, I mean, it's a disaster. It is, yeah. It's a... Uh... The only challenge here, really, I mean, the Yankees games are obviously always a challenge, but thankfully for us, they're going to be in Toronto, and then there's six against the Rays. Yeah. Six against the Rays is always kind of a bitch. But then the other advantageous thing for the Jays is, while they're playing Baltimore, the Yankees and Red Sox are playing each other, and somebody has to win. So, yeah, you know, ideally, I I think for us, is one of those two teams, it really doesn't matter who gets swept. So for you guys, hopefully, you know, the Yanks go and sweep the Red Sox. That's great for us. Then we can leapfrog the Red Sox or vice versa. It doesn't really matter. But like I said, the Blue Jays are in. They're in the playoffs. You could just you can get ready for Tuesday, October 5th, one game playoff. You're in it. You're in it. And, 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 And even Boston, they still have six games left with the Orioles. And the Yankees have only three games left with the Orioles. And who's to even say they'll fucking beat them after what went on this weekend? So the Yankees have pissed away their opportunity here. They did everything they did to to pass everyone to get hold of that first wild card berth, and now they've pissed it away. And not that that's any sort of prize for the. I mean, this is a team that was expected to go to the World Series this year, and now we're fucking getting excited about the one game playoff for the Blue Jays. It's like that's a huge step for them. This is a team that's still coming. They're not they're not supposed to be there yet, and they could get to the postseason. The Yankees. They're fucking in this window. This window is being held up by like a twig and a piece of string right now. Whereas the Blue Jays, their future is bright. And for you guys to get in the one game playoff, it's like that's that's an achievement. For the Yankees, it's not. And the Blue Jays, like I said, they're in. They're in the post. Put them, write them down. They're in. Whether the game's in Toronto or New York or Boston, they will be one of the two teams in. I feel I, I appreciate your optimism, but I've I've watched enough Blue Jays baseball to not. <laughs> Get, let myself get that excited and I really I really do hope that obviously I hope to make the playoffs like no shit but um, I really do hope it happens this year because you say that they have a bright future they do of course you know Vlad yeah. young guys blah 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 but the thing is is that they have like we mentioned earlier Semyon and Ray making a combined 26 million dollars right now and they've gotten you know that's John Carlos Dan yeah they've gotten like 12 11 wins above replacement from those two guys for 26 mil which is fucked like that that doesn't happen so like you have to capitalize and the same thing like um Bo and Vlad they're cheap right now they're gonna get paid not like they're 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 like Vlad goes to arbitration for the first time this year Bo after that they're gonna be more expensive right away so like you have a great opportunity to win right now so 
they got to do it. Like they, 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 this little streak has put them right in the mix. And if they, if they fuck it up now, it'll be, it'll honestly be pretty devastating. What's your expectation now? I mean, if they get to the one game playoffs, certainly that's amazing considering on August 27th, they had a 4.6% chance, but if they get to the one game playoff and they lose like any fan, you know, what had happened before then you'll be pissed off that they lost. But is this a team like just getting to that one game is exciting or, or is this, I mean, to me, they get in the postseason, the AL, is wide open. I don't. Yeah. I think the Rays can certainly be beaten in a five-game series. I think. I don't think. I think the White Sox are awful. The Astros are certainly all, uh, always a tough out. But this is who. This is in wide open American League. It, the Blue Jays could certainly get in and run the table and get to the World Series. So for you, if they get in, what is like? What is your expectation level then? For me, it's winning the wild card game. That's that. What that's what I consider to be a win. If they get in and lose the wild card game it'll be wow that was a you know a fun stretch they came back from a hole they built for themselves they underachieved all year and they got the job done mm-hmm. and then they lost the wild card game that'd be pretty depressing but at least you know we'd have a whole thing of september baseball that was great for the young guys to be a right. part of but i think they should win the wild card game I, I mean it's hard to argue that in any one-on-one in the wild card game that they don't have the superior starting pitcher unless it lines up with Garrett Cole. That's really the only situation where I don't think Robbie Ray is the better starter in that game. And even then, it's, it's kind of a toss-up. Yeah. So pretty much any situation, you're tossing out, I think, the guy who's likely to win the AL Cy Young, so you should win the wild card game. And that's what I want to see. And then you get into the DS against the Rays, and it's like, oh, geez, I'm not going to sit here and tell myself that uh, there's an expectation they beat the best team in the AL, right? Like the Rays are really fucking good. Yeah. We, we all we all know that by now. Like we all hate them. We can't stand them. They just <laughs> and then you playing those games at the trop, and it's like oh, the it's like and it's gross. I don't even want to think about it. But if they get there and it happens, then right. I try my best to enjoy it. But I'm thinking now about a <laughs> Blue Jays Rays ALDS, and I want to kill myself. But I'm not going to get that far. <laughs> well, just, I just want to win that wild card game. That's what I want. Two weeks ago, I would have thought that you'd be spending your October nights uh, w- watching the Oilers, and, and oh. here and here I am. You know, I'm 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 just accepting of a, of a Yankees collapse here, and um, you know, the New York Giants. They'll probably give me three weeks, and then an zero and three start, and then I'll be waiting for the Gerard Gallant Rangers. So I'll be the That'll one. Be I'll be the one watching. Yeah, the Rangers. At least we got. That'll at least fun. I have them because they're expected to be great, and they're up. They're the Blue Jays, kind of of uh, of hockey right now. You know, they're the, they're the young team. They've got the good core. They've got Gallant now. Jury's running the show. So I'll be spending my October nights now watching hockey, and you'll probably be watching uh, the Blue Jays go to the World Series. Hopefully, that's that'd be <laughs> ideal because the longer I'm distracted from watching Edmonton Oilers hockey, the better. That that's yeah. great. I would love to watch the Jays. And yeah, I mean, I think they can do it. it. It really comes down to can the bullpen be good? If Pearson and Merriweather can be amazing, then they could go on a pretty deep run. If not, then they're going to have a hard time in the playoffs because the bullpen is is, is not very good. Yeah. And and it would be I mean what a story it would be for a team that had to start their their season in Florida then go to Buffalo then finally yeah. home to Toronto I mean it's setting it up it's it's setting up for this awesome story about this team who you know was left for dead on October on August twenty seventh and here they are and uh, if the Yankees don't salvage the game on Thursday night fuck they got the Mets this weekend and things gonna get really bad here in the next seventy two hours Cam. They gotta, yeah. They just really have to take care of business tonight. You win these first three, and then you got Barrios coming to the mound tonight, and it's like you gotta get this done. Yeah, <laughs> three, three out of four is great. Three out of three out of four is fantastic. The goal is achieved, but. 
finish the job here. Right. All right, Kim. Well, thanks for coming on. Blue Jays, Yankees still have another series left after this, so we'll talk again. Um, maybe things will have changed then. Maybe I'll catch you on a bad day then. Oh. The Jays have lost, you know, a bunch of games in a row, and then the Yankees have the first wild card again. That's entirely possible. I mean, you've got these. We got. We could easily see a situation where the Jays roll into Minnesota right before they play the Yanks and they lose three or four. It's it's an extremely Blue Jays thing to hey. happen. So don't 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 get too far ahead of yourself with crowning them. Just yet. <laughs> this is still the Blue Jays we're talking about. All right, Kim. Thanks again for taking the time to come on. Cool. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. All right. Thanks again to Cam for taking the time to come on and talk about the Blue Jays. Some run they're on right now. The type of run you'd expect from a team with that run differential, that roster, that starting pitching. If they could figure out the bullpen, it'd be a tough out in the postseason. And it seems like they're going to get there. I think either the Yankees or Red Sox miss out, and I think the Blue Jays get in. The Blue Jays are a much better team with a much better roster than those two teams. So that'll do it for today. Yankees, Blue Jays, fourth game of the four-game series on Thursday night at the stadium. I'll be back after the game to talk about it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.